Hello and welcome to another special episode of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain. We've finally done it. We've hit double digits with episode 10. And how better to spend that little celebration with introducing our new import defenseman, Brock Bartholomew. Absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, we can't wait to sort of hear from you. Just wanted to first of all say welcome to the Hull Seahawks. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. I'm excited to get this going and uh, ready to get into it. And of course, we'll be joined by Matty. We'll hear Matty's insight throughout the uh, the evening here as well. Uh, I'm sure you've been uh, very, very excited to get this one out there, Matty. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is, you know, for me, <clears throat> for me, this was, uh, you know, probably the majority of my summer. So, um, you know, this was a long, long process and uh, Brock knows that, but yeah, it's it's great to finally get it over the line and and to um to get Brock and Brock was the one I wanted from day one. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's great news. I think it's interesting, obviously, to to have a our first import D man since like the Stingrays days. So that's gonna be um I think it's gonna be good for the fans to see someone, you know, so skilled. So um yeah, great weekend all round. No, certainly has been. And of course, here on Behind the Curtain, we've had two, well, one great episode already this week when we spoke to Nathan Salem midweek. And I'm sure this one's going to be another cracker with Brock as well. Um, so we'll dive straight into it, Brock. Of course, uh, our second Canadian on the roster this year. Um, what was it like growing up in Canada? Of course, hockey is the sport out there. Well, how did you get into it? But I'm pretty sure it's pretty hard to escape it as a as a young lad sort of growing up in Canada. Yeah, you guys know, like just watching the game, it's pretty easy to get get into it. You know, it's just so exciting, so fast paced. And uh, yeah, my dad was into it. He used to play when he was younger. And then I have an older brother that I obviously really looked up to and kind of just got on the skates looking like after after him, taking after him. So just got into it early. And when it's cold for six, seven months of the year, it's pretty easy to get into something like that. Obviously, this is something we've spoke about with a lot of the... Uh, the British talents um, over the few last few months, Matty, about how they got into the game. And a lot of it starts with sort of, you know, the exception of a couple of players who've got, you know, family members who've played, you know, like thinking like Nathan with his dad, Chris, the other day. Um, but the, it's learn to skate and then you sort of find hockey, whereas in Canada, hockey is the thing, you know, it's it's out there, it's ready, it's drawing you in, isn't it? It's going to be so different. Um, and that's why sort of these players, you know, at such a young age are so talented, isn't it? It's why they're wanted over here in the Europe. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Exactly. I think, yeah, sorry, bud. Um, yeah, no, for sure. I think for us, it's it's always a bit of a, um, I guess it's a little bit of a luck thing. If you end up playing ice hockey in this country, it's sort of like you stumble on it or I don't know, maybe you have someone else that you know plays or... You know, for me, I started playing roller hockey first and then ended up going to the rink and then and starting ice hockey from there. But, yeah, it's it's certainly not, you know, like Brock saying there, they grow up with it, you know, they eat, sleep and breathe hockey. Whereas over here, it's it's the same with football or rugby and, and you sort of grow up around football and you, yeah, essentially grow up with a football at your feet. Um, everyone plays it, you know, it's it's sort of the game that everyone loves national sport, which is obviously the same for Brock over there and um, being hockey. So, yeah, it's it's sort of just how you grow up and what you're around, I suppose. And 
um, which makes it interesting for guys that do play hockey from England. It's it's one of them where, you know, even friends of mine will say to me, like, you know, how do you get into that? Like, it's just not a common thing. Um, but, yeah, it's it's always great to have the Canadian guys over here. Um, you know, they're also, you know, used to playing the game and, and obviously they bring that experience from a different sort of country and world, I guess. Um, the experience of just being in a such a you know, it's such a competitive environment and, and sort of where they come from and players, juniors, it's there's so many good players. Um, you know, it's just a normal thing for them to be on the ice with good players. So yeah, it's it's definitely a difference. That's sort of where I was gonna to go to next, Brock. It's uh of course when you're very, very young and you're just playing for a bit of fun, but I imagine in Canada very quickly it gets quite serious, you know, and a lot of guys have that dream of, you know, making the big leagues and you've got to go out there from a young age and prove yourself on the ice. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and from outsiders looking in, I'd say it's a pretty weird concept because around here, I'd say almost at the age of 14, you start getting drafted into the, like the CHL. And then from there, it's like, if you want to be serious, you kind of have to s- stop treating it like a, just a for fun thing and more like a business and like your job. So from an early age, it kind of teaches you a little bit of responsibility and whatnot and kind of just the drive and hunger that you need to make it up the ranks if you really want to do this for a living. And of course, sort of looking through sort of your um, stats and sort of your career progression so far, just to sort of you know, introduce it to maybe a few of our listeners, of course, they'll see things like double AA, A, triple A, under, you know, 16 to under 18s will sort of understand that. But tell us a little bit more about your journey through junior hockey. Junior hockey, uh, I started when I was 17, so I still had one more year of minor hockey left, but I was uh, fortunate enough to make the junior team. And that was a really fun year, really eye-opening, you know, went into from playing 30 games a year into 50 or 60, you know, playing against men who are 20, 21 years old. Um, I was actually, my first year, I ended up playing against Bobby Young. I think we played each other eight times, I'd say, that first year, and tough team Bobby to play Young. against, I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just a lot of fun there. And then after my first year, I got traded to uh, the East coast. So completely across the country it was a bit of a shell shock for me, but took it in stride and ended up staying three years over there. So really enjoyed my time. And then the last year I just went over to Sweden. So that was kind of the start of my pro career. Sort of looking at your time in Amherst, of course, um, you say three years over there, very consistent stats throughout the three seasons, very, you know, good offences, well, you know, points in terms of for a D-man look like very, very good numbers. And of course, you spent the final year of, you know, those three as a captain as well of the team. Um, sort of, you know, from a very young age, obviously showing the right qualities on the ice, but leadership as well off the ice as well. Is that something that you sort of, you know, you focus on? Is that something you want to be seen as a bit of a leader in the locker room? Yeah, I definitely strive to be like that. You know, you don't want 19 guys just looking at your captain, right? You want everyone kind of chipping in to take the load off of everyone else just to make it a little easier. Um, And I'd just say most of, uh, like, the my leadership just comes from playing with older guys, you know, just guys that really helped me along the way and kind of showed me the process. And, uh, you know, it's it's easy to find your ropes when you play with the, like, guys like I have. I've been really fortunate in that way. And of course, then you mentioned uh, last year the move to Sweden. Um, how did that all sort of come about? Of course, you know, going from playing, you know, the three years in Amherst, you know, the junior hockey, and then all, all of a sudden, 
you know, you're playing in Northern Europe. Um, how does that sort of thing come about, you know, for a for a young guy in Canada? Um, I don't know. It was kind of, I wouldn't say it was abrupt, but I didn't really know what I was going to do after my last year there in Amherst. And uh, my agent helped me out a lot. And it was kind of just throwing me ideas and we were talking back and forth and obviously talked a lot with my family and whatnot. And uh, the deal in Sweden came up and I just thought it would be a really fun life experience, let alone the good opportunity, opportunity it would be for hockey to better myself. So kind of just took a leap of faith and uh, went after it. And of course, in that year, um, playing a lot of hockey as well, by looks things, I think it's 20 something games you played out there in Sweden. How would you define the game out there in terms of the level, any differences in the, in the style of play? Um, from between the European game and sort of the North American game? I'd say the first thing that really shocked me was the, the size of the ice. You know, it's not, doesn't seem that much bigger, but once you get out there, it's, it's a big difference. And I think that took me about five or six games really to just adjust to the speed and especially the angles of all the forwards coming down on you and stuff. But once I got that figured out, I really enjoyed it. You know, the more time and space you have in the offensive zone to kind of make plays happen and stuff. And uh, I'd say the biggest thing I noticed was just the the age gap. You know, like I said before, I was always between like four or five years. Everyone was, was within. But then you go into playing against guys who are in their 30s and just the experience you have of playing hockey for 20 or 25 years is just goes a long way. It's just all the little things I noticed those guys really picked up on. And uh, it's a very defensive game over in Sweden. So really made, uh, made me key into uh, – the defensive side of the game more than anything. So, cause you don't want to get burned when you're out there. Of course, Matt, I'll throw this one over to yourself as well. Cause you're someone who broke through into senior hockey in the elite league over here you know, at a young age as well. Um, how is it making that jump up, you know, from playing, you know, under 16s, under 18s to suddenly playing, you know, the best players in your, in your country, the elite league. Yeah, I think, you know, I'd say over here it's probably a little bit different to Brock, but because you know the junior sort of set up in this country is not as it's certainly not, not the as same com- quality. Yeah, it's not as competitive. Um, you know, you generally you've got sort of maybe I don't know five at the most like players in your in your team. Sorry, in junior that are like clearly the best players. Um, and and then obviously every team's got you know a couple of good players in them, but. You know, you're playing against some good players, but not not everyone, and that's the difference I think with with sort of Canada and over here. You you know, you you're playing against everyone's a good player. Um, in terms of dealing then with the physicality, so yeah, that's it. And then you you literally going from you know Brock just said it, but you're going from playing you know kids your age to stepping up to playing men. Um, and in my case, obviously stepping up from. I actually went EPL first at the time and then I went I went to play in the Elite League. But I'd say the step from the elite from the EPL to the Elite League was huge for me. I just yeah, I mean going from guys that have, you know, sort of played over here for a long time, maybe European like guys to, you know, just season East Coast League players, AHL players that have, you know, played a long time in, in, in you know, the US and Canada as well and different leagues in Europe. Um, you know, and you just realize how you know these guys are men, you know, they're strong. You go in corners with guys, and you know, you're probably not coming out with a puck, especially for me, obviously being undersized like I am. It was, it took a while to get used to it, you know, and, and try and find my game 
Um, and and like Rock said, you've got to you know you've got to find out what you're good at and sort of add to it. Um, work on your weaknesses and and sort of you know just find out what you're going to be. But yeah, it's it's a massive step up. But I think you know look, look the good players will always find a way to to improve and I think that's it you either sink or swim and you know if if you swim and you end up improving then you know you'll jump through the leagues and you'll have a good career of course looking at sort of uh, you as a player Brock of course I've been lucky enough to see um, a bit of tape that was sent across and um, very you know offensively minded for a defenseman is what we'd say you know quite happy to, you know, to, you know, to play both ends of the ice Breakout passing, happy to skate out of trouble, you know, use your legs. And then the goal scoring ability as well. It's, and I'll throw this to Matt in a moment, uh, but there's not too many players with all of that in this league. And it's what makes you such an exciting prospect for the Seahawks. Um, is that sort of, is there anything else you'd use to describe your game? Or you, I say, how would you describe yourself as a player to, to these fans who obviously can't wait to see you in September? Uh, no, I don't know. You did a pretty good good job hyping me up there. Uh, <laughs> I'd just say I pride myself on making that first pass out of the zone. You know, if you can't get the puck out of the zone, you're not going to do anything. And uh, just uh, getting pucks on net from the blue line. I think I'm really good at finding the lanes from there, and that's something that I strive to do in practice and keep working on. But, uh, yeah, my old man always said you got to stick out. So I think that's kind of something I went after, kind of just being a bigger defenseman that has good hands. I think that really – puts me in my own little niche that not many guys can match and yeah so i'll throw it to you matty and what's gonna sort of go along the lines of why was brock the the guy you wanted but in sort of describing what we've said there there's not many guys with that skill set it sort of answers itself doesn't it my yeah you know <clears throat> brock was sort of he's the one that's been sort of the most most exciting for me um in signing before, you know, before sort of this season and going into this season because obviously signing a D-man, like I said, is not really something that we, we have seen a lot in this league. Um, and to sign someone like Brock that, like you you mentioned there, has got the the ability that Brock has, um, you know, he's going to bring a, a, a hell of a lot to our team. Um, and I think he's going to only flourish himself in this league. You know, we've had conversations. I've had many conversations with his agent over this, but I think this is a this is a really good starting point for Brock to to sort of you know catapult himself to you know bigger and better things, um you know and I'm fully fully aware of that you know my my job for me, for me in terms of how I'm going to help Brock is I want to get him you know in this league and you know if he plays for us with for a year two years great and then but I want to see him go up I think he's he's he is that good. Um, you know, I spoke to a couple of people about Brock before signing him, and obviously, I watched quite a lot of video on him. Um, and you know, like like he said, and you've said it, he's got something that you know I don't think a lot of players do have. Um, not in this league, and definitely not what I've seen previously in the elite league as well. I think he's got something that is really rare and demon. Um, you know, he's got. Yeah, terrific hands. I think he, he sees the ice really well. Um, like he said, the first pass is very important. Um, it's something we really didn't miss last season. Um, and this year having, you know, two 
two really good lines. You know, my 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 thoughts are that it's get the puck to them boys. Um, and I want Demon that can jump up as well into the play. You know, we play quite a an offensive style in 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 the in their zone, and I want D to be able to jump in and and play down the walls. Um, you know, as long as we have coverage with a high guy, I want D to feel like they can go in there and and do what they can and and make plays. You know, the game now is is very much you know about the D. You know, the D the D are obviously on the puck a lot more than forwards now, and you'll see that in most most leagues, especially NHL. It's the D that. You know, often are obviously the most skilled players. You know, we see it with you know Fox and Makar and all these unreal talents in the NHL. But you know, the, these lads are on the puck more than forwards are. Um, you know, they'll they'll see the ice a lot better than most forwards as well because they've got to see things. You know, they're they're trying to find lanes for passes and for shots through from the blue line, like Brock said. So, yeah. You know, I got a really big um recommendation from someone we all know really well. Um, Sylvan Cloutier, he gave me a, a really good reference on Brock. Um, you know, he's someone that's in the in the know on on sort of junior hockey over there, and you know, he's been there and done it, and you know, played in the NHL, and you know, he's obviously played over here for a long time. He had some really good words to say about Brock, and it sort of from that moment I knew. Brock was the one because if he's saying them words about him, then I know he's he's a special player. So um yeah, I'm yeah, like I said, this one's the most exciting for me. And I think the the fans are honestly really lucky that we're gonna have Brock um for this season. I think you're gonna see some some really, really good stuff from Brock and just how well he skates and moves the puck as well is, you know, he's gonna be a I think one of the best players in the league for me, and I want him to be that. I want him to take over the league and dominate. Um, and yeah, that's you know for me, it's going to make the difference for our team. Um, and he can definitely make the difference in you know pushing for the league and playoffs. I've got to say, as a Colorado Avalanche fan, I'm very happy for the shout out for Kale McCarver. Um, yeah, he's not bad, is he? No, he's certainly not bad. Um, in terms of, of how you look at our defensive unit then, Matty, of course, at the moment, obviously, Deck was absolutely incredible last year. Um, Deck, you know, can can do pretty much everything, can't he? Uh, you know, a great young talent, Liam Danskin. Tom Stubbley's another player who's quite happy to use his legs, you know. He's another very, very good skater for a D-man. You know, Chris Wilcox, very, very experienced player and, and another new signing in Tom Barry as well. How do you see sort of the balance of our decor? And I've got to say, um, you know, on maybe on behalf of all the fans sort of listening, of course, it looks like such a stronger unit compared to what we had to sort of deal with within the first maybe three, four months of last year where we were struggling to sometimes ice four. Yeah, I think, that, you know, I've said it before, but, you know, it was one of the biggest, um, parts of our team that I needed to shore up on and make sure we had, you know, six really solid demon going into this season. And um, I think the balance, you know, is pretty good. We've got, I've gone three lefties and three righties. Um, you know, and a lot of them are a good, good offensive demon as well. Um, obviously we have Brock, and you know, like you said, Deck Barmer's essentially another Brock, you know, he's, he plays a very similar style, maybe a little bit more defensive and a little bit more, maybe a harder, tougher game than Brock, Brock will play. Um, 
But I mean, Deck's scary at times, and he's he's one of them guys that you know he's 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 one that you want on your team. You definitely don't want to play against him. Um, but yeah, I've, I see a lot of similarities there in them two, and and them two are going to probably dovetail with each other really nice. Um, you know, and we've got obviously you know some some real good talent as well with Stubbs. Stubbs had a great year last year. I think he was probably one of our standout D men. Other than Deck, and he showed that offensively, he can he can do things, you know that 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 can really help us at times and skating the puck out and and relieving pressure. But um, you know, I really want Stubbs to carry on what he was doing last year, and you know, be a little bit more solid defensively and shore up, you know, his plus minus and really take pride in that as well. Um, and obviously the new the two new boys, Liam and um Tom, you know, I know Tom. Have, played against him and seen him play he's, he's a solid D-man he skates well and that was one of the you know one of the things I liked about Tom he's a good skater and first pass is solid and you know he's, he's he can he can play against top six players and also bottom six just as well so yeah he's he's a solid player and I think you know with the three lefties that I've got with Brock Deck and Liam I think Liam's going to be a surprise for everyone Um, I think he's going to be you know, a really, really good addition to us. You know, he's he's a solid D man. He's played in the States as well. Um, you know, he's 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 had a good sort of apprentice in, in Glasgow, apprenticeship with Glasgow last year and played a good year with them and, and obviously Solway. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about seeing sort of them three sort of play, you know, some they, they might play with each other at times as well. And you know, I know they can both play both sides if needed. Um but yeah, I think the D, the, our D core this year is, and the unit we've got, you know, honestly, I think we're up there in the league for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would take us against any, any other D core at the minute. Um, But again, we have to make sure we do a job and, you know, it's all right having the team on paper, but we've got to prove, prove to ourselves and everyone else that we, uh, we mean business this year. Oh, no, I'd certainly have to agree. And of course, um, I think it was just, after we re-announced Deck last year, I spoke with Aaron Nell quickly and he was like, we'd have absolutely loved to have him back. And as you say, any team would want a player like Deck in the lineup as they would, you know, a player like Brock too, which is why it's so, so exciting for fans this season. Um, coming back to yourself, Brock, of course, you've mentioned you've played against uh, Bobby a, a little bit, you know, as a, in minor and junior hockey. Um but anyone else you've sort of come across, teammates, you know, of old that have played in the UK? Have you heard much about playing in this league? Yeah, I've got a couple of buddies. Um, still kind of most of my buddies are still in school and stuff for the most part. But uh, a couple of guys have gone over there, I know, and they kind of just uh, said that it's more of a North American style game more than anywhere else in Europe, which I'm kind of excited more, you know, a little more grit. Um, and just every guy that has been over there says they get treated like gold. So they say they love the lifestyle is awesome and they all get treated good. So I've nothing but good things about, about England. Of course, it'll be uh Hill was a bit of a, you know, a, a little cult hero already, weren't he? But uh, well, when he finally gets down in Hull, um, you've mentioned already, you had a bit of a tip off from Sylvain Cloutier, but where, how else do you sort of go about this sort of, as I'm sure you were looking and scouting very, very early on for your imports last year, midway through the year we sort of heard the rumblings and then the announcement we were going to free imports and that obviously makes it a little bit more easy to go get that D that D sort of import defenseman. Um 
how do you go and find a player like Brock of uh, without sort of well other than sort of the little tip offs here and there from sort of old colleagues? Yeah, um, obviously, like you know, the announcement of free imports. You know, you guys, I suppose, the announcement came out. You know, a lot later than I'd heard about it. Yeah. I knew we was going three imports early, so um, you know, I just got got to work and I knew that you know it was really important that I brought brought in two new guys to the team that I knew I was bringing in, you know, two, two new guys. I, I knew I wanted the D man early on as well. Um, and to be honest, we had brought came up really early. Um, I spoke with his agent probably back in, this was early May, I think. And, um, you know, Mike, he's a great guy and he's, he's got a lot of experience in, in sort of the game itself, he's he's been an agent for so many good players and 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 also players that have come over here and played in the elite league mainly. So I know that he knows this league and this 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 country really well. Um, and then yeah, I just did my own research. Really, I had a, you know quite a lot of video on Brock and um, like I say, I spoke to Sylvan Cloutier. I spoke to um another guy that I know really well that's played over here. Um that sort of knows the leagues that, that he's played in um, in terms of, you know, the MJ, the AJ for a little bit. So just to try and get an idea of, you know, the player and, and what sort of, you know, guy he is. Um, like I say, he's, he's, he's got everything that I wanted in, in terms of offensive and, you know, the way he plays. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it was all, it was all in after Brock, really. We had to, you know, sort some issues out early on and, and, and sort of as we went on, it was, you know, we had a lot of stuff to get get around and we managed to do it, um, thank God. And, yeah, we're just really happy now that, yeah, the visa process is is, is right underway and the boys have been great doing that. Um, so, yeah, we again, now we're, we're sort of just waiting for them back and, everything will be, you know, sort of ready to go for um the first of September. The boys will just will come in around that date and 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 sort of yeah, I think yeah, but really excited about Brock. I think it's gonna be a real game changer for us. We've seen around the rest of the league as well this year there is a massive shift away from the European player to the North American. It sort of started a bit last year and then it's really sort of taken tact this year, hasn't it? Um, is that so obviously asking you as a coach and a GM as well? Is that sort of a result of Brexit thing and visas? Is it more a case of that's the way and those are the type of players the league needs now to be successful? What's the thinking behind that? Do you think there's a multiple teams around the league? I can already think of us Leeds, I think maybe Bristol as well, who've gone with three Canadians. Yeah, I think, I think the Brexit thing played a part, obviously, you know. Before we couldn't bring Canadians into this league, and um, that was a shame because I think you're missing out on such a, you know, such a wide variety of of really good players and especially young players, which I believe this league should be sort of trying to go down that route. Um, there's so many good players that are coming out of like school and college and you know different junior leagues and maybe their first year pro or second year pro, so. Yeah, I think, you know, we saw last year with with sort of, you know, Brooks and Cooper and um Gomerick and 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 even the second import leads had um Wikowski. Yeah, we I could name, you know, a few more that um 
that were really good, good, good in the league as 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 players. I think they came in and added that little bit of intensity, um, and that little bit of. I think you know in the past a lot of European guys that have come over here are, are sort of, you know, can be really skilled players and and really good at sort of, you know, maybe point getting or you know being sort of, you know, all all their game is built around getting points, but I think for me. Seeing what them guys did in them in them teams last year, I think we saw that, you know, having guys that can play in different roles and do you know a, a variety of different jobs in your team, I think it pays off in spades. Um, you know, if you can get a, a top player that can, you know, we spoke about this with Bobby, but if we if we can get Bobby as our first line center playing, you know, you know, high minutes, twenty five minutes a night. You know, killing penalties, playing on the power play, but also playing them big minutes. You know, late in the game and the period, then you know it just it just makes a massive difference. And same with Brock. You know, playing PK and, and killing, and and also play, playing a massive role on the power play is going to be massive for us. So yeah, I think it just gives you that you know that little bit more dimension on your team that you can play these guys in in different you know situations. And it you know these these boys have played you know, in, in some really big moments in junior and also, you know, with like like Bobby, you know, he played D1 and played, you know, he's penalty killing against some of the best players in the world. So, yeah, it's it's huge to have these boys. And I think, you know, for me, they always are really good people as well. You know, I think we got lucky last year with Emil. Um, everyone knows how good of a guy Emil is. He's, he's, so, he's one of the funniest kids I've ever met. But, you know... Often, you know, the European guys are not always. I mean, Temi was a good, great guy as well, but, um, you know, they're they're off obviously a different culture to us. Um, whereas, you know, the Canadian lads are all, always, you know, very similar to to us, and you know, we always get along really well. Um, and I think they fit in a lot easier over here as well. And Brock said it. You know, the game over here is is basically North American. Um, you know, we play a very similar style. It's it's quite it's fast and it's intense and there's a lot of hitting involved and um you know teams play a really similar style so yeah it's it's just a good fit and I think yeah like the ones we have this year I think are going to really change our team. I'm gonna have to correct myself there. I accidentally called Hemel's Fett Canadian for a minute there. I certainly know he's not, but I don't want well, anyone like that. I don't want anyone tweeting that in either. Um <laughs> coming across to you again, Brock. Um so we've mentioned already from the play, you know frenzy of you know talk to you've been over here, you know, love sort of the lifestyle and you know, they said the game was, you know, pretty you know similar in style. But were there any any other sort of major selling points or what was the big draw to come of to, to Hull? And particularly Matty's alluded to it was a maybe a long drawn out process to finally get this one done. How was Matty's that sat there sort of trying to uh, tease you over to the side of things? Yeah, you know, as a player, you can only do so much research, right? Like, you know, kind of what kind of league you're getting into and whatnot. But on a lifestyle basis and stuff, you're going in blind. So that's kind of where me as a player, I put a lot of trust in my agent that I know he's not going to bring me a deal that he wouldn't want to send his own son there. So makes it a lot easier that way. And then Maddie and I, like he said, got in contact pretty early on. And just the way he was talking was kind of checking all the boxes for me and seemed like he was a little more worried about my development more than anything, which is something that you really look for as a younger player that's trying to move up. 
So <clears throat> like I said, yeah, it kind of just made sense. Looked like a nice place to live. I've seen like the house I'm living in too, like it's not going to find a much better, better spot than Hall. So I was more than happy to sign and hopefully win, win a lot of games with you guys this year. That's certainly the target and it's the right sort of talk, isn't it? The fans will like that one, Matty. Oh, they love that, mate. Yeah. Yeah. That's the aim. Plenty Obviously, of wins. Plenty of wins, you know, and certainly having that mentality that, you know, this is a team now that will be challenging for things, of course. Difficult year last year, but, you know, that, that year's been and gone now and it's a different script this year. Um, talking of sort of the guys, you know, you'll be uh, playing with other than, I don't know if you've even spoke with Bobby recently, but have you had any contact with any of the other guys around the team or got to know anyone yet? Honestly, no, it was a bit of a hassle with the visa and kind of made me a little nervous. So I didn't want to reach out too early, but now that uh, everything's underway and I've got that all figured out, I'm sure I'll be, be in contact soon. Well, certainly I say it's a, it's a lovely old city, isn't it, Matty? It's been under a bit of a, a rejuvenation in past years. We'll certainly uh, have to show him the sights, won't we? And uh, the, oh, yeah. the taste as well. I've got to get it in. I've always got to get it in. Oh, you've got to, mate, haven't you? have got to get it in. You've got uh, to get it in. So there'll, there'll be some chip spice on the way, certainly, from one <laughs> big call. Um, another thing as well, I've just got to mention, well, you've spoke about it already. You know, you know Bobby Young, you know, a little bit from, you know, playing against each other and things like that. Um, but are you excited to have another Canadian on the team? Do you think that'll help you sort of, you know, the settling in similar experiences maybe, you know, throughout your development? And of course, I know you went different ways when, you know, Bobby's obviously gone stateside with the college and you've got into sort of junior hockey, then moved to Europe. But um, there'll be a lot of shared experiences there, won't they? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's always fun, you know, getting to go over there with the Canadian to know that at first. So that was kind of a little bit of a bonus. And uh Actually, one of the guys I lived with um, my first year of junior played with Bobby and kind of gave me a little rundown, just said he was a great guy. So I'm really looking forward to kind of getting to know him and I think email and uh, maybe one or two other guys that I'm going to be living with. So, yeah, just really getting excited to get over there. And who knows, maybe I've already been over there for years, so maybe I can show Bobby one or two things. <laughs> I'm certainly sure that I all you know, get along pretty, you know, very, very well, well when you get over here. Uh, one thing I would say as well as a Canadian, I have got it on a bit on a map here, but I have already checked out the nearest Tim Hortons. Was, it is a bit of a drive, unfortunately. Uh, we're looking at about a 45-minute drive for that famous stop of the old Canadians. Oh, geez. I guess I'm going to have to bring okay. some Tim bits in my suitcase with me. Yeah, you will have to, mate. Yeah, I'll have one of them. Decent. <laughs> so in terms of, you've mentioned, of course, you know, wanting to... Get get here, win games, play good hockey. But do you have any particular goals, targets, um, for the year with the Seahawks? Uh honestly, no, I haven't put much thought into it. Um, like I said, just kind of been focusing on getting the visa stuff figured out and kind of slowly making a checklist of all the things I need to get done before I'm coming over. But you know, I think uh you guys didn't have the best year like you wanted to last year. So I'm just really excited to get in there and uh get to know the guys and start getting some wins in the books. Cause I think everyone can agree. There's nothing more fun than winning. So. No, certainly so. And of course, from all the players who spoke to here on behind the curtain, Mike, everyone's sort of singing off the same hymn sheet, aren't they? They're ready to get going. And it sounds like they're ready to get, you know, a fast start underway as well. Of course, we don't have the fixtures announced yet, but we know we'll be playing Leeds in a double header in preseason. And there's no better challenge than that to get underway. Is there? 
Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's the best start we could have. Um, I know they have changed a little bit. I can't say too much, but we are going to definitely still play Leeds. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting, mate. I think it's, um, you know, it's a little bit of a difference this year in terms of, you know, we'll have Solway in, um, which, which does change things a little bit in terms of travelling. And, um, you know, that looks like they're going to be a good team as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of us and last season and, and where we are now, I think it's it's almost like we're a totally different club in terms of on the ice um, and off the ice. We've made some huge strides and um, I'm really excited for people to see sort of what we've got, you know, coming up to announce in terms of, you know, sponsorships and, and different things that we've done. You know, it's it's really is moving forward this club, and um, you know, last year was sort of getting into position just to sort of get a team on the ice, um, you know, and everything was rushed and and sort of just trying to get through. Whereas we've had more time, and you know, we're trying to add more things like this, you know, like the podcast, just hearing from the players, and um, it just it just sort of helps the fans get get a little bit more of an idea of meeting the guys and, and sort of, you know, wanting to support them even more than they do. Um, yeah. And we just want to pack the rink out and make it, you know, such a good place for them players to play. We know how good it is in there when, when it's, you know, full, when there's, you know, 1500, 2000 fans in there, it's, it's one of the best places to play. Um, you know, especially when you're playing against a team like Leeds, when, you know, they've just won the league last year and, you know, we're, we're sort of we've we've got everything to prove, you know. We had a we had a tough year, but we've got everything to prove in terms of it's all right me saying that we're going to be a better team, but we have to go out there and do it. Um, I've got no doubt that we are going to do that. Um, but again, we've still got to, you know, show up and 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 sort of do the job that that I want the boys to do. Um, but it's like I say, it's really exciting that we're moving in this direction and. Um, you know, it's two years in, and and sort of, you know, the, the sort of the way we're trying to build is is a culture and a and a sort of that mentality that this is a winning club and and sort of and also that we do things right. You know, Brock said it there. You know that, that people get treated really well in this country, and and that is good to hear because we we do pride ourselves on that. Um, as a club, we you know last year we we did that in in spades really. I think we're trying to do that as as best we can, and you know we've got the supporters club this year that are going to help with the boys, um, when they get over here and and just sort of helping guys getting used to the area and sort of you know helping them set things up what they need to get set up and yeah, I think it, <clears throat> all these little things help, you know, and if but if. Bobby and Brock go away from us and say, you know, we got treated really well in Hull and, you know, I've done my job well. Um, and again, you know, trying to get Brock to that next level is is one of my other goals and and trying to get him, you know, because I've, I've got no doubt that this kid's going to be special um, and it, he, he is going to go up um, in the levels and, you know, he's not going to be with us forever. So if I can play a part in his development and his you know his hockey career so it's really early on for him especially as a d-man he's still really young um and he's got you know massive future ahead of him so yeah look it's <clears throat> it's exciting i think we can definitely do something this year um and that's my goal for everyone and we're just going to get everyone in get them everyone used to each other and get as fit as we can and, and get ready to to rock against leeds
No, certainly all can't wait for that. Um, as you mentioned, and a lot of new things going on with the club as well. The podcast being one, there's a, I don't, I think in this country, there's maybe a couple in the elite league that are sort of team focus, but there's certainly none that I know at our level, which has been why it's been so fantastic. Um, what we've already sort of got going here on behind the curtain and fantastic to get access to players such as yourself, Brock. Um, another thing launched just yesterday, Matty, the online store. Um, do we have a number yet for Brock so people can get that shirt ordered? Yeah, you can tell everyone what his number is. He knows. Yeah, uh, number 24 this year. There he is. Okay, everyone, make sure you get home away, Cup and Lee, get 24 on the back. That's what Brock wants. He wants to see a, a rink full of 24s. Um, Going to move on to a few questions, just a, a little sort of aside from sort of the Seahawks and yourself, Brock, here, but um, still mostly hockey-based. Uh do you follow an NHL team? These are sort of some questions that we asked Bobby, um, so I thought I'd throw them your way as well. As I say, with this being a, a surprise announcement this Saturday, uh, we've not had a chance to ask any fans for you to, uh, for some questions for you today. So I'll throw some similar ones to what Bobby had. Yeah, definitely the Edmonton Oilers. Live about 30 minutes west from Edmonton, so loyal to the oil. Of course, with you know the great Conor McDavid. Uh, yeah, they've got a decent couple of players there, haven't they? They certainly yeah. do. It's just getting that over that final hurdle, isn't it? I think sometimes you know oh, conference semifinals. <laughs> Take it easy, Connor. Don't be throwing any jabs out here. <laughs> I've got. Oh, he stand- loves it. He loves I've got my Avalanche in. Cup winners hat somewhere around here. But, uh... <laughs> oh wow. Uh, hockey hero. Um, being an Edmonton fan, I I, I could take a guess, but. Um, hockey hero. Wow. I, uh, I'd honestly probably say Scott Niedemeyer. Wow. I only got to watch him for a few years. Great show. For a big time, I, I think he's the smoothest skater I've ever seen in my life. It's just so effortless the way he does it. And just, it never even looks like he's breaking a sweat out there. Good call. I I like that one, mate. Did we ever ask you your hockey hero was, I think, last time? Uh, I don't, I don't know if you did, to be honest. I would... I mean, for me, I think everyone would guess. Obviously, the twenty six and being being small is obviously Saint Louis was obviously a big sort of influence on me growing up, and um, yeah, I think it was just sort of the way he played as well. Not not just the fact that he was small; he was just you know he was just such a beast out there, and you know, not scared of anyone, and just sort of to get it done at his size in the NHL is just insane. So, yeah, definitely Martin. Two pretty good calls there, I think. Um, Brock, do you follow any other sports? Um, of course, Hull doesn't just have the Seahawks. We've got a multitude of other professional sports clubs as well. Anything you're interested in watching as of... Uh, yeah, have you picked out any sort of events you'd like to get to whilst you're in the UK? Yeah, definitely have to check out a football game. You know, I want to be in one of those 60,000, 80,000-seat stadiums when it's just absolutely rocking in there. And uh, rugby, too. That's a sport I want to go see. That's literally war on a pitch by the sounds of things. So Yeah, we'll get you to both, bud. Don't worry. As yeah, long as love the rugby game. Yeah, watch like the NFL, love some Sunday night football. I'm just a big sports guy, I'd say. Talking my language there with the NFL as well. Um, I'll ask you NFL team while we're here, Brock. <laughs> I'd have to go. I'd go 49ers. Yeah, San Francisco. Wow. 
a friend of mine will be a very big fan of that. I'm a yeah. say, being an Avalanche fan, I'm a well, I won't say Den- Denver sports fan, so I'm stuck with the Rockies, unfortunately. But the Nuggets and the Avalanche and the Broncos will take you'll have to take him to Wembley, con. I know. Well, it's uh, can't remember who the Jags play at Wembley this year, but um, there's, there's the double header for the Jags, isn't there? Also, when is it? Is it around it's, Christmas? You no, know, it's the first three weekends of October. Uh, is Wembley, it? Wembley's the first game, and then it'll be the weekend, it. though, right? Probably. Yeah, there'll be Sunday every day. Yeah. Let's just hope we're maybe playing the bees on a Sunday night game, and then yeah, quickly show. dash across. Who knows? Yes, yeah, line up. Um. So, other than hockey, is there anything else that you've sort of, uh, other than maybe sport events, anything else in the UK you've sort of got your eye on that you know will make sure is on that bucket list for whilst you're over here? Um, really been thinking about the old course ever since I signed and got up in St. Andrews there. That's definitely on the bucket list. I hope I can make my way up there. And, uh, I'd say the only other thing, as soon as I get off the plane, I got to go find some fishing ships. Yeah. yeah. It- other than that, though, I'm pretty wide open for whatever. You certainly come yeah. to the right part of the country for the fishing chips. Yeah, you? mate. Plenty of fishing chips around here. Plenty. <laughs> Next one. So, if you could ask Hull Seahawks fans one question before you arrived, what would it be? Oh, throw me on the spot like that. And it can't be what's the best place to get fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> best place to party then. <laughs> I'm oh, sure they'll few, tell you that. A few of the lads will have an idea with that one. Yeah. Um, and final question I'm going to throw to yourself, Brock. If you can bring one thing with you from Canada, what would it be and why? One thing with me from Canada. Um, Bobby said maple syrup, so you can't say that. Oh, that's Although, a good one. I love maple syrup, so if you come and bring some for me. <laughs> um, oh, I want to give you guys a good answer, but I don't know. Maybe I'd just say pictures, pictures of my family, so it makes me feel a little more at home, I guess. It's, a, right. it's, a nice, it's a nice one, that one. No, in, in Sweden last year, they don't have that much peanut butter, so might have to bring us a couple tubs of that from home. Oh, we got plenty of that. <laughs> yeah, good to I don't think it'll be of the quality of what they get out there, though, maybe. No, maybe not. Sunpat. <laughs> Sunpat, yeah, that's what we get. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it's... Uh... It's it's been absolutely fantastic chat. I think so far, you know, we've had a a, a great time here on you know, tonight's episode of Behind the Curtain. Um, I'm just got to say, Brock, thanks very much for joining us. Absolute pleasure to get to know you a little bit ahead of your time here in Hull. You know, can't wait to actually meet you in person in September. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, doing a great job with the podcast. So keep it up, Connor. And yeah, thanks again. Appreciate it. And Matt, you, it. of course, this has been the one you've had hidden up that jumper for a couple of months now, and. Yeah, I bet you're scrolling through, uh, you know, as this podcast released today, you're going to be looking through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There's going to be a lot of happy fans out there. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be a big one tomorrow. Uh, today, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to edit that one, but no, it's it's going to be a big one. I think this one's going to be, you know, one of the one of the big ones for me personally, just because I've sort of waited on this for a while. Um, you know, I've wanted to sort of wait till sort of we, we had pretty much the full team and then you know we hit them with this big one because I think you know it's it's really exciting I think the fans are gonna sort of you know they're gonna jump all over this one so yeah it's it's great news and you know thanks for uh coming on Brock really appreciate it 
That was a lot of tough fun. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me, and it was a good time yeah. talking to you guys. Cheers, boys. Been a fantastic chat here on Behind the Curtain, episode 10 with Brock Bartholomew. Make sure that you like, comment, share, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and the YouTube as well. Share it with all your friends far and wide, and make sure you tune in next week to Behind the Curtain.